Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Master Ben and this is Wrestle Now. Well I bet you already you already figured out the name of the channel from well the poster. Well anyway, this is a segment that I call reviews now. Very few previous wrestling shows. Even my thoughts, my analysis and well just of all I think of them. But note, this is my opinion and if you and if I say it sucks and you feel it doesn't, okay. If I say it doesn't suck anything, it sucks. Okay. We're not gonna kill each other here. I mean we're just having friendly chats. Though I'm doing 100% of the talking. Well, anyway. This is reviews now. And right now I'm reviewing the 26th of November 2021 edition of WWE SmackDown. So sit back and relax. Okay, the show for a weird reason, I'm honestly shocked, opens up with Kayla Braxton in the ring. Yeah, it's Kayla Braxton on the game right now because of the blonde line, Paul Heyman in particular. She's pretty much over his head reporter, like she's their top report backstage reporter right now. But now she's on in ring. <laughs> anyway, she keeps talking about, you know, rumors that Brock Lesnar's suspension has been called off. But then Roman Reigns enters, flanked, flanked by Paul Heyman. They all are the Usos, and I guess they don't need the Usos. Anyway, Paul Heyman demands the mic and questions the validity of Kayla's rumors and her integrity as the journalist. But defends her when the crowd begins to boo. He tells her to dig for sources and get confirmation or denial and bring those facts next time you're in presence of Roman Reigns. He says he used to like her because people thought she was pretty. And here she is living her life through an Instagram filter, but there's no filter to be a legit journalist. And he orders her to leave the ring, which she does. And next thing we know, the crowd chants, We want Brock. Roman asks Paul if he'd like to know the problem with rumors. Paul says, like, okay. Well, of course, he's not going to say no. <laughs> anyway, Roman says the problem is they give rumors give losers hope. And compared to him, everyone's a loser. Around here, especially around here because he's beating them all. And he's beating Brock. And under non-ideal conditions, he had to fly halfway across the world to smash his ass. I mean, I know he talks like it's hard work. I mean, is it a hard work flying? I know most people say flying the plane is exhausting, but I know never been on a plane, so... I guess I don't know. Let me know if you've been on a plane. Leave a voice note or leave a comment depending on what platform you're using to listen to this podcast right now. Anyway, he says the fact is Brock is a loser and Biggie is also a loser. And there's a long list of men he's beaten. And he's running raps, laps around the uh, roster. Management is getting desperate, making him battle royal to find a one contender. It doesn't matter to him. Hell, like they can make it three. They can allow three guys to get the win, and then he smashed them all. Mmm, not his best work, but I can't. I'm feeling it. I can't like it. Yeah, 
I love it. Like, he's so good. And there are a few people on SmackDown right now. I can say can beat Roman Reigns. So, Reigns is gone now. So, I see that leaves Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is yet to face Roman Reigns for a title. I'm honestly surprised that we didn't just rush him in. They are taking their time with him. Doing this weekly challenges stuff. But... I'm feeling it, I'm liking it, I'm loving it. Yeah, they should they don't need to rush it. They don't need to rush it. Anyway, this sooner or later when he's done with all of this, the world will acknowledge him. I guess it's hinting at a pop possible exit from wrestling. Saddening. He has hinted at joining Hollywood or something And then again the ace also is held oh, Best to quit while you're ahead Anyway Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy made the entrance sales to break and once we're and now that we're back It's Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy versus Happy Corbin, Happy Corbin I mean and Matt Capmoss Beautiful tag team match honestly like I think I'll call this match of the night, honestly, yes, match of the night. I loved every moment of it, it was good, simple heel versus babyface, I mean, and then the ending when like, Drew hits the claymore on Matt Camos, but instead of going for the pin, it's acting Jeff Hardy because this is North Carolina and that's where Jeff Hardy is from. Jeff Hardy goes for a swap. Swanton bomb and gets the win. Wonderful, simple, heel team, babyface team. Love it. WWE professional wrestling companies in the ASA who don't have to overcomplicate complicate things. I mean, this is not going to be a long lasting rivalry. So, yeah, simple and nice. Straight to the point. Anyway, Leah is chatting with Kayla Braxton about uh, Brock Lesnar. When Paul Heyman rolls up, second, he appears. Aliyah goes running. <laughs> it's a Paul talks to Kayla about uh, not having sources. He claims that Brock Lesnar is had intentionally got himself suspended because he's afraid of Roman Reigns. And then it says if he doesn't believe him, she can ask Paul Heyman himself and Brock Lesnar me himself. But Paul doesn't have his new number and neither does Braxton. And she can neither confirm or deny the news by end of the of the night. He's gonna try and cost her her job. Or maybe that's just a rumor. Okay, Paul Heyman is a bigger heel than Roman Reigns. I would say it. He might be the man, just the manager, but like he is a bigger heel than Roman Reigns. Trying to change my mind. <laughs> anyway. Rich Holland makes his entrance flanked by Sheamus. While Xavier Woods, then Xavier Woods does an almond boxing high pro for WWE's shop Black Friday sold sales break. Anyway, we get Cesaro versus Rich Holland. Oh, well, Rich Holland versus Cesaro. Who this name they call first? I know, don't care. <laughs> Oh, it's a pretty good match. Um, honestly, talk us of Rich's Rich Holland size. Like, it's gonna be a squash, but it's not a squash. Like, they go back and forth. The match is pretty short, but it's not a squash. 
they go back and forth. Um, pretty simple match. Sheamus is at uh, the announce table for this, and even like when it looks like Cesaro has the upper hand, Sheamus distracts him. Well, not much of a distraction, just yells at Sheamus, and then Ridge just goes the upper hand. It looks like Ridge was going to win, but then Cesaro used the ultimate finisher. He rolled up Ridge Holland and won the match. So a roll up more effective than RKO. Or Claymore, or even Spear, or even Tombstone. Like, most powerful finisher to date. Anyway, Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville are backstage when they meet Drew McIntyre. Drew asks about the Battle Royal and they say they haven't finalized it. But when they do, they'll let him know. And we're away from that more in ring action as Rick Box and Shinsuke Nakamura make their entrance to Sam's break. And we're back, it's Angel Garza vs Rick Box and it's a Thanksgiving Leftovers throwdown. So for the case you have no idea what that means is that you know there's tables surrounding the ring and like they're full of all those good Thanksgiving dishes. If you're American you know what I mean, if you're not, yeah hit Google. I know maple syrup, turkey, all that. I assume I have no idea, I'm just saying what I think I see on TV, I know turkey. Turkey. <laughs> Anyway, I'm pretty okay match. I won't call it high level. Honestly, I'm not sure. I don't think I'll say something you guys have to see. But I had this segment and I say a segment that I want for you guys to see is when um, it looks like Rick Books had the upper hand over in Jogasa because of his size. Yeah, I mean, Pat called him the strongest human in the world, but kind of a stretch. I mean, come on. He's not even the strongest person in WWE. Is he? Is it possible? I don't know. I doubt he's trying to Brock Lesnar or Cesaro. But I don't know. I don't know. We haven't like turned down to confirm this. Anyway, Alberto Correa distracts him by playing on his guitar. Shinsuke does a leg sweep. Alberto <laughs> falls breaking the table he's on top of. That was beautiful. That was beautiful and funny. Anyway, Angel Garza ca- capitalized on that distraction and Hit him with the wing clipper and won. Los, um, what the name again? Los. Angel Gods and Alberto Carrillo uh, are killing it. I'm loving them as a tag team. They are clearly heels and it is fine. And we get a recap of Charlotte versus Becky from Survivor Series. Charlotte enters the center to break and we are back from commercial. And Anna Pierce wa- walks into an interview. He says, as soon as he gets the final approval of the roster for tonight's Battle Royal, he will post it in his door. When asked about Brock Lesnar's suspension, he stares off into the distance for some reason and says he hasn't had anything about any changes to, to Brock's indefinite suspension. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that one bit. I, I, I think he has heard something. I think he has heard something. Definitely heard something there. 
you guys know here he's her something like you should see his face watch it as soon as possible it's available on youtube no is it on youtube nah it's not on youtube watch it on the wwe official webpage but like some other youtuber probably caught it anyway michael Cole is in the ring to interview interview charlotte flair she points out that Becky Lynch had to cheat her cheat to beat her and congratulates her on being so underhanded anyway. Lynch knows deep down that she's the better woman and Becky's success is thanks to her. Asked about her near future, she says she's the most dominant woman in sports entertainment. I saw that coming. <laughs> anyway, enter Tony Storm. Hmm. Yeah, she talks about uh, Charlotte, you know, says that she knew Becky was always in her head and that's the reason she lost. And yeah, debatable. And says she'll make it easy for Charlotte because she believes Charlotte's coming after her. And will make it easy for her by standing in the ring opposite her. Flair says she barely even knows Tony, Tony exists and asks how she like to be embarrassed tonight. Would she like Charlotte to beat her to a pulp or Charlotte rushes rushes her then Tony throws her into throws her out of the ring. Charlotte beats turn Tony to come to come out of the ring. Tony comes out and Charlotte pies her in the face. Like Tony overreacts to the pie. I mean the I can it's overselling. I mean, I love a good sell, and overselling can be funny, but like, come on, that, that was too much, way too much, too much overselling right there. Anyway, anyway, shout a little bit baser again, like, come on, Tony, come on, and then Tony goes after her, and then Charlotte pies her in the face once again, like. I guess WWE wants to remind you this is Thanksgiving. Then again, it is Friday, so it's Black Friday. So anyway, yeah, I'm not fond of that segment. It's just doesn't do much. I know. I mean, I love comedy segments. I love this. Will be this looks like something for our truth or the New Day or. Oh, the new days on SmackDown. Nah, nah, the new day have been taken out by the bloodline. Oh, totally forgot about that. And that truth is on Raw. Really? Are there any funny people on SmackDown right now? I guess Happy Corbin and uh, Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Yeah, this pie in the face thing looks like small up their alley because they're. I can't laugh with this. It just looks sad. Anyway, footage from earlier shows Sasha Banks confronts when the reveal over claims that she sabotaged her by giving her team full of traitors. She blames Sonya for not letting her pick her own team as captain and include Naomi, with whom she claims she would have won. Sonya tells her to watch her tone and again claims not to have an issue with Naomi. Right, because we're all blind. <laughs> Sasha asks if she got a problem because Naomi has her two title reigns and has been downgraded to a suit. She 
she is spitting logical facts here. Come on. I mean, seriously, Naomi at this point has more success than Shayna Baszler. And actually, people that love CM more than uh, Natalia. I mean, come on. Or even Tony Storm, I mean. I mean, I love the fact Tony Storm got always shine up being a newbie, but come on. Let's look at Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> anyway, Sasha actually she got pro. Yeah, um, the view, I mean, books in a tag team match with Naomi against Natalia and Sasha and Shayna Baszler. Next thing we know, Naomi makes an entrance to Stanley's break. Next thing we know, we, uh, when we're back from commercial, we get another video of Zia Lee. And that's sweet, sweet, awesome. Awesome comic book stuff they got to go for her. I mean, I love it. I mean, I love it. You guys have to love it. I mean, come on, it is beautiful. And you guys have seen to believe it. I love, I love it. I love it 100%. And which, pop to the artist. And with Naomi and she and Sasha Banks versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Mm, pretty okay match, actually pretty good. Um, so the video was at uh, commentary for this one. Match was okay, was pretty good. I mean, another simple babyface versus your match. I loved it. I liked it. You guys should see it. And yeah, I'm glad the um, WWE SmackDown in particular is, gi is giving women good matches here that is outside any title at all. But yeah, this is totally away from the title and like four women here. This is good. This is good. Literally, all the women have something to do except Zali because she's not here yet for some reason. And... Uh, uh, I'm not gonna complain. Anyway, post match Naomi stares down Sonya Deville. Yo, he looks cool, kill. <laughs> I made the rhyme nice. I'm gonna pop a pill. <laughs> okay, then, I mean, I'm a rapper, so I rap a lot of times, so more or less full time, though. So, yeah, my lines are way better than that. <laughs> Anyway, backstage the list of battle royal participants have been posted. Wrestlers look look at it. Drew McIntyre tries to see it, but Shima stops him and tells him that he didn't make the cut. Why? Anyway, Sami Zayn and the Viking Raiders make the entrance to Sans to break. Back from break, we get a recap of this week's Raw. And as the as the, as the battle royal is going to begin, Drew McIntyre walks to the ring, sword in hand, slides into the ring, swings the sword until everyone clears out. <laughs> I mean, can I remind me of uh, I watched um, what was it funniest things happening in the <laughs> Royal Rumble and what what they say. It was yes on WWE official YouTube channel. Like, what happened? What's the name of the dude that brings snakes into the ring? Like, he brought like, was that Python? 
he brought Python into the ring, let it out, like all the wrestlers there, he eliminated themselves. <laughs> oh god, it was funny, you guys should see it. Like, funniest things I've been Royal Rumble <laughs> WWE channel, you guys should check it out. Anyway, NPS comes to brings them to Yellow Team till we go to break. Back from commercial break. Match is in progress and Adam Pierre and we hear that Drew McIntyre left on his own. So anyway, yes, the normal chaos that happens with about Royal, you know. People eliminating each other, yeah, stuff happens. Sami Zayn tries to be smart and funny. Bloodline is watching from a monitor. Adam Pierce is well they are ringside watching. So yeah, a couple of good statements here. Um, regular battle royal. Yeah, you guys don't have to see it honestly. But uh, knock yourself out. But like, looks like I I would I love battle royal. So yeah, I would watch it. <laughs> I would definitely watch it. If you're a fan of battle royals, you should watch it. But yeah, it's not too unique. Not too unique about this one. But anyway, Sami Zayn did what everybody should be doing. He hid under the ring until he was forgotten about. So yeah, after Jeff Hardy was rejoicing after eliminating Happy Corbin, I must say Baron Corbin, Lord. Sami Zayn snuck back into the ring and eliminated Jeff Hardy. Meaning Sami Zayn is the number one contender to the (laughs) Universal title. She's gonna face Roman Reigns. Possibly a WWE Day 1 pay-per-view on 1st of January. Why am I talking like I'm advertising for them? WWE don't pay me nothing. So yeah, I am beyond shocked Sami Zayn won. But it's intriguing because Sami Zayn is a heel, so heel and heel action, can't wait to see that. Anyway, post-match, Killer Braxton wants to talk to Sami Zayn about winning and stuff. And then next he gets breaking news. And that's how Brock Lesnar's suspension has been lifted. He's going to be on SmackDown next week. Adam Page and Roman Reigns do not look happy. And neither does Sami Zayn. So it's like, I don't know, we can't sound like Sami Zayn. Like, forget who, forget no. Roman Reigns number one, the number one contender for the Universal title. Brock Lesnar is coming to SmackDown next week. Damn. How long has this suspension lasted? Honestly, it doesn't feel that long. I thought we won't see him till like the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah, damn. So, anyway, concerning this uh, SmackDown, sloppy follow up to an already sloppy Survivor Series. As they didn't like Survivor Series this year and SmackDown. The King Rand of WWE right now honestly didn't deliver much. I mean the matches were good, but storylines were all, 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 all over the place. Alright, looking at the beginning, like I mean once again I admit I was shocked to see Kayla Braxton opening SmackDown. Has that happened before? I don't know. So I don't know, <laughs> it's a shock. 
we won Brock chance <laughs> not surprised at them Romans from at beginning notice but where why the Usos? I feel the Usos should have been there even though they won't go and do anything. I feel they should have just been there. Yeah, anyways. And at least, you know, Roman addressed their loss to RK, bro. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, then him talking about their loss to RK, bro. Seeing as an embarrassment and whatnot. But yeah, Roman did have a point. He's beating literally everyone. I don't see why Sami Zayn is gonna beat how will be beyond shocked? Lord knows. Imagine <laughs> Brock Lesnar is gonna kill. Brock is gonna kill you. Yeah. Oh, I can hear that happening right now. <laughs> anyway, that segment was uh, pretty okay. Anyway, Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy versus Happy Corbin and Matt Camos. To me, best match of the night. I love a good tag team and that's what they did. They didn't do much though. I doubt they served any storyline purpose. I guess it's not most every it's not um, mandatory that every match has to have a storyline purpose. I guess they can just have one match for fun. A filler match. I, I have no problem with filler matches. But they need to put in extra effort for them to be good. Otherwise people are just gonna ignore it. Because honestly, if you miss this match, it's a great match. I think you watch it for the match. But if you miss it, yeah, you won't be clueless on what will, what's going to go on on SmackDown next week. I doubt it. Because I doubt this match will lead to anything. Fourth segment with Caleb Raxton is Comedy Gold. Comedy Gold. Caleb Braxton, number one reporter in WWE right now. Loved it. They should keep on this rivalry between two of them. Love it. Cesaro versus Rich Holland, and I don't like it when new talent lose their first match, especially when the match hasn't been going on for that long. I'm honestly, not sure what's going to do for the partnership with Sheamus. Not sure. It just the yeah, honestly not sure what to feel about it. But hopefully, I just like that Cesaro got to win. Right now, I'm just rejoicing whenever Cesaro gets to win. But another roll-up finish. I, oh, seriously, at least use the neutralizer. I guess because, I guess the thing with the roll-up win is that the loser doesn't look weak. That's the advantage. Yeah, and roll-up win is for when, usually for when, like, the winner is not expected to win, so like, like I said, I approved of it when Xavier Woods did it to Bobby Lashley, because we expect Bobby Lashley to kill Xavier Woods, and Xavier Woods has no hope of surviving Bobby Lashley, but WWE wants to do the unexpected, I guess, so roll up for Bobby Lashley. That makes sense, it makes sense that night, but... I'm not feeling it this time because I guess they overdo it too much. Yeah, they overdo it too much. Anyway, uh, the same between McIntyre, Sonya Deville, and Adam Pierce. Not sure what he's supposed to say. 
I guess I feel like Lisa's storyline is so I'm a bit intrigued. Like he just went there and like am I part of the battle royal? Hmm. I mean who does that? Not a lot of wrestlers do that, I mean unless they are heels. So I feel this might actually lead to something. So even though it did little or nothing, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I like to see where this goes. And Joker also versus Rick Brooks. Pretty funny stuff. The match is pretty good, yeah. I mean we already see we haven't seen a lot of Rick Brooks matches because he's still new. We know in Joker to an extent, so yeah. Good one. So yeah, pretty good match. Um the segment with uh, Shinsuke sliding about the Korea real funny and i don't think the rivalry between these two teams is over just yet like i like that at least to towards that so yeah a pretty significant match as um i hope like i want this to rivalry to go on a little bit longer and maybe one of maybe to her butt to all angel girls that could challenge for the intercontinental title Cause yeah, I really think Shinsuke should defend it sometime soon. Please, he should. I love his run. Yeah, he's a legend, but he's a champion. He should defend his title. It's a thing, so yeah, he should. The interview between uh, Adam Pierce and Braxton, Caleb Braxton. Yeah, I think what I see that's nice. Like, yeah, I, I could feel that there's a good chance Brock Lesnar was coming soon. <laughs> Not tonight, soon. Not uh, next week, I mean, soon. Like, you know, pretty soon. Like, I thought they were going to tease it for like two more weeks. But damn, next week, huh? Yeah, I'm not too against it, but like, wow. <laughs> damn, I, I'm beyond shocked. The confrontation between Charlotte Flair and Tony Storm was sucking in. I don't say sucking in, but it sucked and was sucking in, so yeah, sucking in. Lord, why that was dumb? That was beyond dumb. It really it wasn't good for Tony Storm at all. It overdid Charlotte Flair. Really, I mean, really, it wasn't cool at all. These two shouldn't be doing comedy together at all. Charlotte in particular, like, no, she already looks too strong, so I think she's overdoing it with protecting her character because I know this isn't cool. Also, funny fast, like someone said, I saw in the YouTube comment for this clip, he's been confirmed that Charlotte Flair is the one that threw the pie at Kevin Owens. <laughs> the reference to something that happened to him during a Thanksgiving edition of WWE. I don't even remember if this was SmackDown Raw a couple of years ago. Like, if you can find it, do so. <laughs> Drop a link or something <laughs> if possible. <laughs> that was good stuff. But yes, Charlotte Flair and Tony Storm segment, not good stuff. Far from good stuff. Mm-hmm. Bad SmackDown. Anyway. Sonya and Sasha Banks talk um, confrontation. Really wish there were more layers as to Sonya's problem, Naomi. I really wish it led to that. But I wonder if he's going to ask Sasha Banks to, you know, 
the list of people saying yeah, the view has a problem with for no real reason at all cause yeah it looks like yeah social called screw that uh, survivor series and for those of you who don't know team raw won the women's survivor series match so yeah such actually has a point <laughs> and that's where we're like it's true she has a point that was a point there i feel it might lead to more i feel it might so i'll give it a little bit of point for that yeah Um, Naomi and Social Banks versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler was a pretty good match. Yes, like I said, I love the fact that they are almost all. I think all of the women except Aliyah. I forgot about Aliyah altogether. <laughs> Lord, what did she do? And she had a pretty good match last week, so I won't complain too much. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure if she has something doing though. Besides, uh, maybe I know whatever. Maybe she might be drawn into what's going on between Mustafa Ali and Ricochet. Or uh, maybe she might be added to the list of people that said <laughs> saying the boy is gonna screw over. Like you know, just all the all, all the heels. Let's put all the baby faces. Let's put all the baby faces. Saying the boy screw all the baby faces. I'll accept Tony Storm, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, the match was pretty good. The match was pretty okay, yeah. And it seems that the problem is people are getting tired this Naomi Sonya the field rivalry because he's not doing much of anything. Like, what is Sonya's problem? Like, what? What? We don't know. We may never know. She just randomly hated someone. So, anyways, um, I don't know if they're going for another rivalry between Makita and Sheamus for Sheamus to tell Makita that his name's not on the list. I doubt it. I think it's going to be McIntyre versus the Authority. I think the Authority is coming back. Because, yeah, um, with what they were doing on SmackDown, on Raw, I mean, against the Mysterios. I mean, they look, it seems to be partial against the Mysterios at that point. And also, like, other players talking to Big E like that. And suspending Brock Lesnar for not doing up to half of what Roman Reigns did to him last year. I mean, come on. Well, because Roman Reigns is Universal Champion, so I guess he can walk over whoever he wants. I mean, his contract is going to be what's like what? How much is that Vince Man for Golden Egg? <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> so yeah, Drew McIntyre will be among all these people who are going to go against the Authority because Adam Pierce is officially a heel in my head. I mean, I know what you guys want since you guys want. To me, Adam Pierce is a legit heel right now. Anyway, the Battle Royal match, um, I won't complain. It's a typical Battle Royal match. Um, I guess my only problem is the big screw you to Sami Zayn where we like forgot about him and focused on Rock Lesnar is coming next week. 
I mean, of course, people want to, to hear that, but come on, this is Sammy's moment. Why Kayla got to spoil his moment? I mean, come on. At least allow, at least allow him to just a little more before spoiling his moment. Same <laughs> way, uh, yeah. SmackDown didn't do what he usually does. He didn't kill it as he usually does. So I'll give it a C minus. Because, yeah, um, maybe I'm being partial. Maybe it should go lower. I always have a soft spot for SmackDown. I just love the blue brand. Even though they really flopped this week. But, like I said, little ingredients, strains of ingredients for all those, like, possible storyline arcs. So, I guess, let's stay tuned for next week. And also, should I say happy Black Friday to y'all? <laughs> oh no, wait, today's Saturday. Damn, I missed the Friday. Oh, anyway, so, anyway, I hope you guys use your Black Friday to buy some really good stuff. And maybe I should start merchandising, I don't know. You know what? Yeah, yeah so much put the idea. Should remind me to do that uh, for next year's Black Friday. Anyways, that has been SmackDown review my name has been master ben your po- favorite podcaster from nigeria so yeah this is being wrestled now thank you so much sorry for not being available more often i will try but oh god knows <laughs> life so anyway god bless and please have a nice day